welcome to the Car Sim and Race Driver Show, presented by Hugh Hattrick. Here at Bathurst in the course, my very special guest, basically, Rascal Rabbit, Josh Martin. It's great to have you back on the show. Drive fast and try not to crash. Hello and welcome to the Car Sim and Race Driver Show with me, Hugh Hattrick, and my very special guest all the way from the USA. It is James Ike Adventure Racing. Welcome <laughs> to the show, James. Hi, I think that might be the best introduction I may have ever had in my life. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Well, you certainly deserve it. And uh, as punishment for coming on the show, you get an introduction like that. Uh, but uh, it's great to have you on the show. And we've got many of your followers and your community here with us today, which is fantastic. And they're already making lots and lots of comments here, which is great. So we'll soon start asking the questions from them. In fact, what I said, I hope you're ready for some tough questions with a, a joke at the end of it. So we'll <laughs> see how serious they all are um, in the next few minutes. But for those of you who are watching tonight uh, for the first time and perhaps don't know who James is or haven't uh, subscribed to his channel yet, make sure you do. Um, how did your kind of gaming and sim racing career start? Well, we're going to have to roll back quite the years. Um, like I was saying to you just before, um, I've always been in, interested in gaming. Um, the first game i think I, I i think i played rayman on the old playstation with my mum, and then uh i was i used to play v rally 2 and colin mccray with my dad and my brother just on controller racing and that's kind of where it all started really and you know as as it's evolved and we've got these toys like steering wheels and rigs and stuff like that it's just they're cool things to have and it's just one of those processes that just you start little and then you see someone else with a brand new toy and you're like ah oh, i kind of i kind of want that brand new toy and then uh and then it hit yeah here we are i mean i, I said that i i um played grunge as my sport growing up and then just after i started the youtube stuff and i was i was playing different games i saw super gt and i was like oh I used to play I used to play Gran Turismo and I used to be fairly decent at it. So um yeah, I I, I was like, hey, let's play this and and it's sort of slowly snowballed to where we are today. So that's kind of how I've how I've gotten into it, I guess. And what do you think it is that appeals about Gran Turismo to you? Because it's it's such I mean it's a very you know, it's a it's a game that people can just jump on and, and have a go at and, and immediately get um have a lot of fun with. But is there any particular tracks and cars and and kind of championships that you like to take part in what's the what's the biggest appeal for you with the game i mean i, th I think i think the longevity of gran turismo sport is what what screams out to everyone you know most people especially my age you know approaching 30 or thereabouts have always have always um played the old games so mm -hmm. you know, as the new ones come out we want to play the next in the series and i don't think i played much of granted mode four five six or i might have dabbled in them but i couldn't recall like how good they were um but granted my sport sort of sort of lured me in with the prospect of oh it's kind of like the old granted my sport games it hasn't got as good a career and you know there's yeah. no oil changes and stuff like that but it's got this multiplayer and it's very addicting. Yeah, it <laughs> it's is, got some it? really good moments, but it's got those those bad moments as well. But it, <laughs> it keeps us coming back. And obviously the 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 multiplayer is probably the best multiplayer experience that you're gonna have on console in that yeah. sim racing sort of space. I, now, I couldn't imagine what are possibly the bad things about Gran Turismo. <laughs> you know, you know, because you're a specialist at making videos about those incredible penalties that everyone seems to be getting. How did that all come about? What was the, How did the idea of making a video of just about penalties um, come about? I mean, the, 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 
the wonderful thing about live streaming is that it makes it really easy to make videos afterwards because you've just got, oh, the live stream's here. Oh, something good or something bad happened. So you can download it, chop it up the way you want it, and then produce a video out of it. And I've always wanted to do um, like compilation videos, highlight videos, and but they just take a lot of time. You know, you see um, the other guys in the business right now, you know, you Super GT, Rory, Ollie, doing the, the videos with the voiceover. That takes mm. so much time. I, yeah. I And every time I think about it, I'm like, dang, they, they put the work in. I just haven't got enough time to voice over stuff anymore. So it's really easy to get those videos out. It's like today in the live stream today, we must have had four, five, six incidents that resulted in the most ridiculous, ridiculous penalty handing out ever. I don't do anything. I get a penalty. I get punished. The reaction is what it is. And people seem to like my like my pain, I think it is, but they also relate <laughs> to it. So it's it's just that form of I just chop it, I put it in. It's really easy and and people seem to be enjoying it. We've only done two episodes, but I don't see them changing the penalty system anytime soon. So I'm sure that they're gonna have a lot more have a lot more to come in the future. Yeah, it is kind of crazy, isn't it? Because you literally if you touch somebody, you know, or they could come into you and mm-hmm. then, you know, with that touch they end up going slightly off. Um, and then you find yourself with a three-second penalty, um, and uh, especially at places like Laguna Seca, um, uh-huh. you know, or or was it the North, the Nurburgring, or the, the North Slifer as well? Then a few weeks yeah. ago, that was that was one. What, what, what where would you, where would you say are the worst tracks for penalties? Oh my goodness! Well, the, that's that's the thing about the penalty system is that it does seem to change regardless of what track it's on. So. I think I made a comment earlier about Laguna Seca saying that they're really inconsistent here. Yeah. But you are, are getting away with more stuff than you would on a race B. I think race B, you know, the shorter, sharper races yeah. are always a little bit more feisty. So I think yeah. they, if, if the penalty system is on a slider where, you know, a couple of months ago, they just slid that slider off and we were like, okay so anything can happen and now they and then they slid it way up and people were getting like five and ten second penalties for stuff and now they seem to have slid it back down into the middle but it seems like that varies track to track and sometimes they're a little bit kinder i think race a you don't get many penalties because they expect it to be an absolute yeah, it's kind of crazy. Bears. Yeah, I did like. I have to say, I do quite like race A this week. I know one of the chaps who was a recent subscriber was saying that race A was his favourite, and the Mazda Demio was. In. And I do. I think if you get a good track and car combination, it can be quite fun. I, mm-hmm. I remember doing like the Suzuka East and the Mini Coopers from the nineteen sixties, and I really yeah. loved that circuit because it's kind of crazy, but it's it's wide enough as well just for those kind of cars to make a few uh, overtakes and things like that. So it can be quite a laugh. Um, and it's good fun. What are your kind of favorite track and car combinations on Gran Turismo? Oh, um, I know what ones I don't like. Because <laughs> that's, that's kind of where you go straight off. It's like, well, I don't like that and I don't like this. But um, my favorite is probably, my favorite track is Spa, I think. Yeah, um, yeah. It's just, it's just in, what an incredible track that is. I, I've been there a couple of times in in real life and it's yeah. my favorite track i've ever been to it's just it's just fantastic and i think um you pick up one of the the group c um cars from the the group one in gran turismo sport you pick up one of them you get in the yeah. cockpit um view and you just rattle around a couple of laps in like a, a twilight or a, an evening setting yeah. in spa yeah. and it's just it's awesome <laughs> i know i know quite a few people who go you know, they're not into the multiplayer stuff of Gran Turismo Sport, but they go, yeah, sometimes I just turn it on, I pick a car, and I just drive around the Nürburgring for, like, 30 minutes in in just because I enjoy it. And I'm like, yeah, like, Gran Turismo Sport is a really pretty game. And when you get those things right, track and car combination that just works together, it's awesome. Uh, it is a great, I have to say the graphics have been really, really good. And when you see people stream it well, it's, it, it's fantastic. But I love those, the, as you say, the kind of the, the, the kind of sundown races as well as the, on some of the tracks are fantastic. And also the, the nice sunny kind of midday races are quite good 
too when when it's you know when it's clear i'm not so keen yeah. on the wet races but they haven't seemed to do as many of them on dailies have they uh, i have to say there's not been as many as i thought they would after they brought that out i thought that would be the real cracker um that on daily race c that would be the one that would that would uh, be quite an interesting it's one it's to chaos watch. It's yeah. <laughs> chaos. You can't, you can't, you can't trust daily racing drivers with wet weather. It, you just can't. It's enough <laughs> pandemonium when it's dry. Ah, no, that's the thing. Wet. <laughs> well, I will start asking some of the questions that we have, and hopefully, I won't, I won't have missed anyone out. Um, now, one of the first questions we got here was from Espen Lonstad. Uh, Espen, who very, very kindly has uh, drawn me, uh, made me libraries for my car. So I'll I'll, uh, I'll mention you first there, Espen. So you've uh, congratulations on the five thousand subs. He says to and how is life in the Mustangs in the Manufacturer Championship? Oh, great question. Um, well, thank you very much for the five k. It's been quite the journey, and it's you know we did a, a big live stream today to sort of celebrate it, and it's it's just very very happy and humbling to have so many. Um, congratulations come my way but anyway um how's the mustangs going um it's going it, i mean if you don't know <laughs> me myself um rory alexander and basic ollie are having a a, uh, a youtuber showdown we're calling it well all I'm, right yeah i don't know what they're calling it um so we've all chosen the mustang um as the fia and it's a little challenge between us to see who can finish with the most points at the end of this exhibition season so you know there's three rounds have gone already yeah. five left um and we chose mustang because it's 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 not a picked uh, uh you know it's not very well picked from people mm. as it's not that great so you know we might get into the top 10 which makes us look better you know oh we're exactly. all in the top 10 we must be amazing um <laughs> but no it's it's going all right i had a, i had a, a decent first round um not so much second round and big willow yesterday i'm still sore and picking sand out of places that is just <laughs> in there it was it was one of those days yesterday which was just just the worst it's just the worst just you know you take your fia day it's awesome yeah. you want to race you want to do well but then other drivers just ruin it for you and it's just you know, it's, it yeah. is what it is. It was kind of in the dark, though, at Willow Springs, wasn't it? So it was kind of it was all yeah. that kind of darker uh, time to race. So I've never seen them do that before, to be fair. And the lights didn't seem particularly great on the cars either. So you don't have a lot of... Yeah. Uh, it's quite hard to track where you're going. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, but no, so no, that does seem like quite a quite a, a, a feat to do. But I did hear about your little kind of race between you, Ollie, and Rory. Uh, in fact, and the next question, in fact, covers that. It's from Stephen Scott. He says, so how confident are you that you're going to show Rory and Ollie that you're the man to beat in the season <laughs> you're doing? Well, um, I, I haven't checked what their scores are from yesterday, but it's round three. So two of the rounds have been tabulated together. I I was winning the first round and I'm probably losing now. Um, I we, we chose it. You know, we're we're pretty similar pace wise, I think. Um, Ollie might be the fastest out of us three. I'm just I'm just saying that to maybe make myself feel better. Um but we're very similar. I think Rory and Ollie are around anywhere between fifty-five to sixty thousand driver rating. And right now, um I started yesterday at forty-eight thousand and a half. I finished at like forty-six thousand or something like that. I I haven't I haven't had a combo in the daily races for the last couple of weeks where I could go, you know what, I need to sit down and improve my drive rating. Cause I just, yeah, every time yeah. I've tried over the last couple of weeks, I've been met with a very angry penalty system. So it's sort of <laughs> killed my vibe a little bit. So yeah, you know, when yeah. we're talking about how I feel about beating them, I need to get more driver rating to get more points to beat them. But I can only, I can only race who the game puts me up against. So until then i'll have to deal with a couple of lower points but still have fun doing it i think yeah no that's that's the thing and it's great to have that bit of um competition between you all to see how you get on and as you see the mustang is a harder car to drive it's maybe not quite as competitive um so it gives you a good challenge and things to kind of even if you're not getting to the front of the field as much as you would like 
um, you can still hopefully beat your competitors um, and uh, and see how it's all, all going. But uh, I'll go on to another question. And actually, one of the quick things I want to say thank you to everyone who's in the chat just now. It's great for all your comments. And to Rob Craig. Yes, indeed. I am a fellow Scot. That's right. Based <laughs> here in the Scottish borders, um, just literally a few miles away from the English border. Um, but there we go. Now, here we are. I will get on to the next question. From GTS Rogers Racing. What do you prefer, Gran Turismo or Assetto Corsa Competizione? Great question. Um, right now, my heart says ACC. I just, I'm, I am really enjoying playing that game. Um, the only thing that's bad with it right now is that there seems to be a couple of disconnection issues when you're in the open lobbies, which makes it, you know, yeah. difficult to get any kind of momentum through. But obviously, Grand Turismo Sport has that issue as well. So, um, yeah. I, th I think multiplayer. I think Gran Turismo is the best. It's mm -hmm. the best experience multiplayer-wise on console. Um, but ACC is is getting there, and I think over the next couple of months there there's a new release there's a new tracks coming out on acc in january so i oh, think that's going to get a little resurgence i like that it's a little bit more technical you have to think about tire pressures and uh a little bit of downforce what brakes you're using and stuff like that stuff that i'm clueless about but i'm very happy to have people when i stream to help me out um yeah, which you yeah. don't kind of get that with grantism's voice like here's your car we've tuned it for you and there you go do the best yeah. you can um, <laughs> but yeah no i'm loving acc on playstation um but i can't seem to get away from grand Turismo sport like we said before it's just it's a love-hate relationship and when you have those moments where you have a good race that will probably tide you over for another two weeks <laughs> <laughs> if you have to isn't it yeah that's it yeah, no, that's it. That's the thing. I, I quite like Brands Hatch in Group 4. That's one of my favourites. Mm -hmm. uh, although I quite like when they did uh, Group 3. Was it last week they had Group 3 at Brands Hatch? And that was quite yep. a good race. Um, but uh, Or it's even, yeah, because no, it's Laguna Seca this week in Group 3, which has been quite a reasonable one. But uh, no, it's funny, isn't it? If you need a good combination to show what your strong points are and hopefully try and uh, build your, your DR and rating like that. But um, no, it's good to hear. Right, I will get on to, yeah. Andrew Martis, I'm an ancient border reaver and I'm really a pirate. Oh, well. <laughs> that, um, now, one of the things um, that was being asked um, earlier, um, now, this is by Stephen Scott. Uh, I know you love the realisation of the cockpit camera, but most of us think that you would be faster on a different view. And will you ever try a different view? Um, well, yeah, like if, if, you, if you don't know me and don't know how I... How I race, I I race in the cockpit cam, and I think uh, when you had Tijani on here, oh yeah, a couple of weeks ago, whenever yeah. you did, yeah, I I asked the question of why do you use the view you use? Or oh, I might have watched asked him in a live stream or something. Whatever, yeah, he yeah. said he said that something about um, you know, it's giving you an advantage. So why would a, a player, a racer, not take that advantage? Um, yeah. Racing in the cockpit view in any game in any racing game you are at a disadvantage because you just yeah. don't have the um the the pov that you get from bumper cam hood cam or even chase cam you don't have as much information to go off around you you know if you're in chase cam you can see the car right next yeah. to you so you know what they're doing or you can try and predict what they're doing in yeah. cockpit you can't see anything so you're relying on that little bit of a radar or your um you know trying to just predict and i think that's a little bit more like real racing if that's the reason i go in cockpit because i want that slight bit of realism that immersion yeah, yeah. that you don't get with the other ones um and you will might... i try and will i change i don't think so because you know i want to go to pc gaming eventually i race in yeah. acc over there whatever else they have on on offer on the pc world um, and I think if I practice now and I get decent enough now, I will be much better when I make that um, that transition later yeah. down the line. And when you eventually get into a, a real racing car, you'll be ready. 
because that's the thing, isn't it? It's, it's uh, you know you'll be able to see it because you'll you'll you have a much better idea of what it's like, isn't it? Because you're you're not used to the the, the excellent views of a normal of of a, of a game. You actually have all these barriers, you know, the roll cage and yeah. things that the blind spots, and um, which are which are you have to overcome. So no, it's mm -hmm. it's a good challenge to to do that, and it's commendable um, that you're trying to get that and and still finish you know well in the races, uh, which is good. But no, it's de definitely. Now we want Gary Gilmore. Who's saying one of the happiest racing guys on YouTube, and he always cheers me up. Um, so there you are. You can't get higher praise than that from there. No, Gary Gilmore, Gran Turismo Sport legend. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Now here's a, an interesting question from Smoker Mike Mike seventy seven. With the tech improvements with sim software and rig setups, where do you see sim racing going, or hope to see it going in the future, as in more mainstream and leagues and competitions? I mean, I, I think with the with the exposure of all sim racing over the summer, you know, racing didn't happen. So you saw real life drivers jumping into um, sim racing. And there was a lot of, a lot of positive, a little bit of negative here and there, but I think the most of it was positive because you had people beating real life drivers on, on the sim games. And I think, um, I think competitions, money, um, prize money will all improve over time. It doesn't happen yeah. overnight, and I think that will get better. And I think on the on the technical technological side, I think virtual reality is how it will. Yeah, it's got to end there. It's there's going to be a room of fifty people all sitting in the same room with VR headsets and on yeah. fifty different rigs. That will. That will be that the pinnacle awesome. one day, and yeah. that will be amazing to see. Not there yet. Can't do it right now, but I it's think It's definitely that's... coming, though, isn't it? Yeah. I love these big events that they started to do before COVID, um, like yeah. the F1 events and the GT Sport events. It was great fun to watch them. And, you know, the, the, the latest technology, um, and it, it, I thought that would, be a, that would be an amazing thing just to go and watch. Because um, I know I think they had the big championship at the – it was at the Sim – conference or the, the the big sim show that they had at the Nürburgring last year mm -hmm. quite a few youtubers went to that yeah. um, and it looked absolutely fantastic but um but yeah so no that would definitely i can't wait to see those things start again uh, i know that some of the guys we've had, we had josh martin and chris a uh, on a few weeks back um, and they actually were doing a sim race commenting on a sim race at monza when there was a real gt3 race going on in the background so <laughs> as they were um, sitting there at the end of the pit lane they could see the cars going past them and joining the track um, I mean, how more exciting can you get than that? You know, at Monza, you know, you're virtually in the thick of the action and you can see it all happen, um, which is absolutely brilliant. But uh, I'll, a very quick plug, just because we've got Rory in, in the chat there, I noticed, and lots of, lots of over 21 people in the chat, which is fantastic. And we've got some brilliant shows coming up as well in for, for at Christmas time. And we start off with tomorrow night, we're doing a special collaboration with the Simcade, which is with Fat Furby and In Exile. Um, which is tomorrow night at 10 o'clock UK time. Um, and that's to help accommodate all of their supporters from Australia and New Zealand. So I think it's still about half past five in the morning or thereabouts um, over there when we do it. But uh, that'll be a fantastic show. Uh, that's tomorrow night at 10 o'clock UK time. And if you haven't already hit the subscribe button, um, we'd love to have you along board because we've got a great catalogue of interviews with all the top uh, sim racers just like James here tonight. And in a week's time, we've got our Christmas special where not just one person will be interviewed, but so far we've got three guaranteed, or they said they were guaranteed to turn up. Hopefully they will uh, on the show. We've got Rory Alexander. That's right. He's come back for another go in a week's time. We've got Basic Ollie. He's coming back as well. And we've also got Kirith Cart. So, and there could well be another one or two more coming next week so that will be an awesome show um, so i better let you know as so many people are watching it would be fantastic um to uh, have you along with us today now we've got a question here from yrme fletch x bull um <laughs> if that's how you pronounce it i know hi Jesus. can you ask james a question for me can you ask james where the hell my t-shirt is <laughs> uh, one fletch i need to design a t-shirt first okay so <laughs> what he's asking about is in the channel discord there's a there's a thing where when you chat you level up basically so at the end of each six month period i take the
top three people and they get a piece of merch because they're interacting with the community, blah, blah, blah. And it's a nice way to give back. I haven't got any merch, so I can't give any out. It's just been one of those things that's sort of like, okay, I'll get around to it. I just need to design a logo and put it on a t-shirt and then I'll buy it and I'll send it out. But it's just not one of those things that's materialized. But Fletch, something is happening, okay? Wheels are starting to move and it will be, I can't, I'm not going to give you a date. It's not going to happen, but (laughs) things are starting to move. So you and the other two will will, uh, be happy sooner rather than later, hopefully. (laughs) (laughs) I realized I should have had my mug, my mug here. I've got a mug that I got. Uh, which is the fat man in a cheap sim, which is my PSN for 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 my gaming stream, and we we have all because my mate did a racing license, um, and he said he always he'd done this thing at Silverstone many years back, um, and uh, and you know it was very serious. It was it was three or four days worth of racing or their training, and then you had two races to get your license at the end, um, and of course you had a debrief uh, and the briefing beforehand, and so the the top instructor from Silverstone says, right, everyone, now if you crash in any of these races you're out. That's it. One crash and you're out. And, you know, people have paid a lot of money to be there. And uh, and does anyone have any questions? Was his second uh, final kind of uh, query. And Jonathan says, yes, I'm going to win the race at the first corner. And the guy just put his hands <laughs> on his heads and said, you know, <laughs> you haven't learned a thing. Um, but in all fairness, John did pretty well. Uh, and, and so we, we have on our mug, it says winning the race at the first corner. You know, so that's uh, the way our, our kind of motto for the show. And then, of course, drive fast and try not to crash. That, um, now we've got a question from Gary Gilmore. It says, "Which other GT Sport YouTubers would you most like to race with?" Um, I I would love to race with Rory on iRacing. One of the 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 biggest things for me is like the pinnacle is to get in an endurance race. Like we don't have that on um, Gran Turismo Sport. And over the years of watching everyone else do endurance races, um. I've become very jealous and uh, <laughs> I want to get involved. I have a laptop now that can run iRacing for very oh. low settings. So that is something that me and Rory are looking into um, for next year. Um, but yeah, I'd love to uh, race with Rory. I'd love to race with uh, Super GT as well. You know, he's, he's the reason that I started playing Gran Turismo. And I think, I think that'd be a, a nice thing for me. I don't know how... <laughs> how fulfilling it would be for him but it would be awesome for me that would be a, a nice little thing and you know why not throw Jimmy Broadbent in there as well um, when I was at university his 100% playthroughs of his Formula 1 career yeah, yeah. Um, kept me kept me going through writing dissertations and stuff like that so that would be that would be a nice addition to the to the fantasy dream team absolutely I quit that well, we've hopefully got Jimmy Broadbent coming on the show. Um, I did manage to, to get him in a stream to say yes. So, and I sent him an email. So, hopefully, he'll come back to me and say yes, we, we can do it. Um, that verbal would be contract. That's a verbal contract right there. Exactly. Yeah, that's what I thought. And it's on, yeah, there lots of, with about 5,000 witnesses. So, that we were watching at the time. So, I'll, <laughs> I'll have to go back and record that piece of, of, of footage when it all happens. But uh, but here we go. Now, actually, I've got my co-host here, uh, Jonathan, who's saying here, I didn't win the race at the first corner. Instead, I listened to the chief instructor until I span under waved yellows and then he red flagged me. So that was it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but no, that was that was quite a thing. Now, here we are with another another question. Uh, James would be a genuinely great sim racer if you could stop reading chat on corner entry. Yeah, Is that... <laughs> that sums up my live streaming pretty well there but what, what am i supposed to do what am i supposed to do ignore chat it's not going to happen it's i think <laughs> that's i think that's um you know one of the the biggest issues you know like you were saying uh, just before we started this you know this is a great way to sit back answer questions connect with the community and all that kind of stuff and yes us as content creators when we are live streaming we try our best but it's very difficult you know and i'm not and not complaining about it because it's <laughs> it's awesome and i like i love live streams the more people talking the better i yeah perform i think it is so you know i i love flicking over looking at the screen than looking at the the chat and yeah. I, what i need to do is i need to get them closer together so i'm not i when i look at my screen i can actually see 
what's going on as well because that's the issue is <laughs> ah, it's too small maybe the chat the writing is too be small selective too as well high. like Fletcher yeah. there straight bits just read it on the straight line James and yeah. we won't have these issues <laughs> I, I know that's the thing what would you say has been have you had like ever an embarrassing moment when you've been reading the comments at the wrong point and and things have sadly gone awry I mean I think it's I think I think just I mean there's too many crashes to count to be honest I think <laughs> I think there was one moment though. I, I, uh, I did a, uh, I did a live stream once, and I, I'm not proud of it. I'm not proud of it, but I did twenty laps of the Nordschleifer, oh, but I did a goodness. shot of tequila every lap. Oh goodness! <laughs> yes, I finished all twenty shots as well, which is impressive that I'm not dead. But um, there was a, there was a moment where I was reading chat and someone whipped past me. And I was physically scared and jumped by the car and the sound coming through. I think that's one of the one of the funniest ah. moments I can think of. Don't know how I still remember that, but of reading chat and something happening on stream that I should have been paying attention to. <laughs> We've got a, a quote here from uh, Rob Craig saying, "Even the chat tells him to stop reading the chat." Which <laughs> I think is <laughs> it's a vicious cycle. It's a uh, vicious cycle. And Gary Gilmore says, in the early days, we would tell James not to look at the chat at all. <laughs> so that was it. <laughs> now, we've got a good question by Fat Furby here. Um, not sure if this has been asked, but what's your setup, James? Okay. Um, so for the longest time, the OGs will know that I was on controller for a long time. Um, so then I, I dabbled with a uh, Logitech G29 for a while. Um, I love that. That was back in England. Then I moved to America. Uh, so I couldn't take it with me. It took me a while. But then I've got a Thrustmaster T300 RS is what I'm using right now with the, the three pedal setup, for those of you who care. Um, and that is attached to a Next Level Racing um, FGT Lite. Um, so that that's, that's the equipment that I use. My living scenario that I do, I pack all this down and I put it away and then I get it back out again when I stream. The whole process takes about 15 minutes before and wow. after. So um, luckily for me on this one occasion, my girlfriend is visiting her parents tonight, so I don't need to take it down. Yes, <laughs> the little victories. Um, but yeah, I, ha I have that. I have a, a, a blue snowball microphone that I've had that I stole off my brother. Um, I've got a Logitech camera um i'm not sure what my laptop is it's some kind of asus gaming laptop um it was around 1200 i think a playstation 4 pro and a samsung monitor and a cheap five dollar light that i just stared into and blinded myself with <laughs> oh, well i think that answers that question and you know, <laughs> that's great no it's a good setup i like the next level racing seat as well um, yeah, it's really it's really nice. I I was I was looking for stuff because I had a play seat challenge before, um, yeah. but it looks similar. But is it quite different? It's it's, it's similar. It's it's so much bigger. It's okay. uh, you know the play seat challenge for those of you who don't know uh, folds up and you can put it away. This does the same thing, but it's just chunkier. It's it's about forty five pounds in weight, so it's it's not light, um, but it's really sturdy. Um, I think I'll, I'll try. I, I've been meaning to tell myself to do a little review on it as well because I think they're quite a new brand. Yeah, yeah I, was I, think looking, I was looking to see to get a play seat challenge, but the way that there's like two little um, things that dig in that dug into my legs, and I remember that being super uncomfortable. So I was like, you know, what? I'm gonna I'm gonna look for something else. And yeah, it does actually under your knees. A little bit wider. Yeah. You know, I'm yeah. I'm six foot, so I'm not small. Um, but you know, I've got plenty of headroom, and it it all folds up, and it's really good. I would I would one hundred percent recommend it to anyone that needs to put stuff mm -hmm. away. And they've got four or five different different rigs as well that look pretty awesome. Yeah, I'll have to have a good a good look at them. Mm -hmm. Now we've got a great question here from Nipperdog, which I'm sure you'll enjoy. It says, uh, "Would you give up football coaching if the channel blew up and you became as big as Super GT?" the key 25 etc to make a decent living out of becoming a full-time youtuber um man that's a, that's a loaded question 
Um, I hope my girlfriend's not listening to this. No, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> so, you know, she can lend you the money. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know. what um, what is really cool about my living and work situation right now is that I'm in America, so the time difference is five hours from me to you guys in UK and Europe and whatever. So I work in the evenings right now, which is, you know, if I start work at four, that's 9 p.m. your time or whatever. You know, I have a day off today, which worked out pretty damn yeah, well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so I think I think um, doing it as a full time gig would be very uh, risky. I think, you know, if you have a following like Super GTs, it's like, yeah, I, you can make one video and it's got 100,000 views and that's kind of more than a weekly wage. And, but you know, for, for me, I don't make enough money right now to um, consider it as a, a viable option. Um, but I would also, I, I would, I want to coach for as long as possible. Starting in January, I am starting a master's course um, and I'm starting and basically a new job as well so i'll be doing twice as many hours at work um doing a master's course on top of youtube wow. and i shouldn't phrase it like that as well <laughs> i should phrase it in a different <laughs> manner but and then you know and then you're you're spending time with your relationship and your friends and stuff like that so january's january is going to be very difficult dif different and difficult luckily right now monday to friday in the days i have nothing so i get to do this it's kind of yeah it's here i get to do it like today i don't have work so i managed to bash out a five hour live stream i get to do this with you i might go play some cyberpunk later tonight it's just it's just <laughs> i do what i can a when i life. can um yeah so it, it, in terms of you know would i do it if the opportunity came and i'm making 60 to a hundred thousand dollars pounds a year hell yeah hell yeah. yeah i'd go for it the more time you put it this is the thing with live streaming you put in live streaming is kind of different from any other job because the mm -hmm. more you live stream the more exposure you get the more followers you get then everything just adds up um so you know that it's when you decide to go okay I am full-time right now. So you look at Key, for example, the Key 25, he is full-time. Um, so he does multiple streams and multiple hours a day. Yeah. And that yeah. is how he earns money. Right now, I do three hours a day because it's a hobby. And, you know, in all honesty, I don't get paid much. Or I didn't get paid much for my job. Um, so the money from YouTube legit yeah. paid rent and gave me food this year so it's it's like that's pretty good going that's it, a good, good it's increase, awesome. isn't it it's yeah, awesome yeah. And, you know, i can't thank the community enough and i'm i'm so happy that i get to entertain and to make people um make people happy for a couple of hours a day especially in uh, 2020 you know it's a yeah. real crap year so i think it's been awesome <laughs> that's brilliant I have to say, I can see in a few years' time, you know, the 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 the, the series of Judge Judy, of course, which is big in America. There'll be all these kind of people on YouTube. He said, "Yes, I was going to be a YouTube star, and I knew I would make it from day one." And so I went full time and asked my girlfriend to pay. She thought, yeah. "You can go and earn the money, and I'll I'll be a YouTube star." <laughs> and you can just see what Judge Judy's response would be. But no, it's fantastic, and it's great to see the growth in your channel. Um, you know, you've done a lot of work, and I mean, three hours a day is a lot. Um, and one of the questions we had actually was, how do you find um, the the difference in timing? You know, being able to stream, uh, obviously, when you start at four o'clock uh, USA time, uh, mm -hmm. but in uh, but nine o'clock in the UK, is that a bit of a challenge, or do you find you've kind of gotten used to it? Um, I personally, it's a challenge for me because I do like to try to treat this as a business. Because if you try to treat it that way, hopefully, you see the growth in a in a certain way. Um, so you know me streaming in the day in the daytime in america where grantor is my sport let's say i'm playing that um it's more um it's more popular in europe and england that's just how it is yeah so yeah. prime time 
streaming is right now you know anything from 5 p.m to midnight let's say because the the average age of you know i i do this from um from uh like my demographics and my analytics on youtube i know that the people who watch me are generally from 25 to 45 that's the age range that usually watches me so you're thinking of people who have families or you know are, are working in the day so they work in the day and they come home um so prime time is evening time in america unfortunately for me i um finish i i have to start working as soon as people get home in america so it is annoying for me yeah yeah um but on the other hand i could either you know say okay i'm the day i'm the daytime guy that's that's my thing i could say that and the couple of times where i've been like okay you know what on on monday this monday i was like you know what i'm gonna try and stream at the same time as ollie and super gt and um whatever and you know some it it doesn't work because my viewers don't um don't expect me to be live and they're watching other people so it's 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 difficult and yes i think that it plays a plays a big part in in you know growth and stuff like that mm. not being able mm -hmm. to do it on prime time europe as it is um yeah but, but i mean the, yeah. the fact that you've grown to that level and i mean you know basic all knows you you know rory you're in a team with them or you're doing your championship you know you're, you're racing um mm. it's great it shows that you can compete you know you can you're managing to do it um and uh you know, I, I think i think it will definitely grow and your channel will grow and, and that will that will maybe help to to uh, allow you the time to do more um, as things uh, go on, but uh, it is good at least that there is times when it can swap, and you're able yeah. to, to, you know, to be able to play these games. But I know that from Loopy Racing, um, it says uh, that uh, uh, time zone issues are for the week. So I don't think <laughs> you know. He's from I think Australia, New Zealand, isn't it? So it's, sounds like so, yeah. So that is, <laughs> that is the thing, isn't it? You're hours and hours away. I don't know how they manage that, but that is that is uh, pretty good, certainly. Um, now Gary Gilmore has said um, that's the adventure racing T-shirt. It's more than a hobby. But, uh... <laughs> it's going in the scrapbook. That's that's in there. And we've got a good question for you here. Is James the third Hemsworth? So maybe he thinks you look like Liam's Hemsworth. <laughs> it's it's funny you say that because um, who's who's the Hemsworth that plays Thor? I can't remember who it is. But he's the you actor that Liam? plays. Is it Chris? Is it... Oh, yeah, maybe it's Chris Hemsworth. Hemsworth. No, that's a good I, question. I Anyway, whoever plays that, there's a there's a kid that I coach, um, and he calls me Thor because he thinks I sound like Thor. <laughs> so every time I go and coach, he comes in and he's like, "Hey Thor," and I'm like, "What's up, puny human?" and all like that kind of stuff. <laughs> it's, it's funny. <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. That um, well, certainly, I think we're all looking forward to seeing your t-shirts come out because they sound very, very funny um, and very good. So that will be the thing. Your next plan will be a, a merchandising. Uh, but which of course you can qualify for it because if you have over a thousand subscribers you can have uh, you can advertise all your t-shirts and things like that um, yeah i think, so. I think there's a couple of websites someone said teespring i think i can do it through my Streamlabs as well it's got a merch section on there and you know it's uh it, it, yeah it's just something that i go okay i've got a free evening i need to you know see if i'm creative and try and get something going and put it in yeah. A logo form but i i just uh, want it to look really cool because i don't want like oh it's a helmet or it's a thing or it's a it's like yeah but you know we just passed 5k subscribers yeah, so i was like to be like you know what this is a 5k special um you know all, all the all the members that are on my youtube channel i call them the pit crew you know they're always helping me whether it is and anyone who subscribes is part of the pit crew so i think i think that is where i'm going with uh with that with that piece of merchandise that's going to be coming out hopefully hopefully in the next month don't get your hopes up <laughs> oh, that's it one of the questions we've had as well i'm pleased to see that the get that the, our guest this week uh, james is looking healthy uh, poor super gt had passed out by the 30 minute point so he's just saying i hope you're still well and okay for the rest of the show and uh, but thank Thankfully, Super GT did recover. He was he just had a very bad migraine, and he assured me the next day it wasn't anything to do with my interview. That okay. uh, and, <laughs> and Andrew Marr has said it's 5K like 5G. 
but Korean instead of Chinese. So that's uh, there we go. <laughs> You're always going to get random comments. That's the one. But uh, no, we've got a good question from Smoker Mike seventy seven. What was your first ever car, and how <laughs> many tickets for speeding did you get? Oh God. Uh, well, one I haven't. I've never got a ticket for speeding. Um, I, I and this comes from the. Uh, the, the the story I will tell you now of my first car. So growing up, my dad always said, James, whatever money you raise for your first car, you know, this is when I'm 16, get ready to turn 17, get a car. Whatever money you have, we'll double it. We'll go to a, a dealership and we can pick you a car out, whatever you want with that money. I'm like, great, yes. That didn't happen. Um, and he gave me a purple automatic Nissan Micra. Uh, <laughs> from my auntie so that is that's my first car uh, i use that to drive to school every day um and you, you think of automatic as well so in america everyone has yeah. automatics that's the yeah, thing yeah. in england not many people have well if you have an automatic it's probably a nice car um yeah. well that's how i viewed it growing up <laughs> so a, a purple nissan micra like a 1990 nissan micra as well oh, right. it wasn't a, yeah, yeah. It was a little bit rounded kind of sexy but it sucked so bad we, we would like drive it and we would bump into each other you know in sixth <laughs> form we would like crash into each other's cars just bumping each other one time bumped into someone his bonnet uh, his bonnet his bumper fell off anyway that's a different story what happened was and this sort of goes with the reason why i don't have any speeding tickets is i passed my license in let's say july drove for a couple of months on new year's eve i was driving to a party i had um a couple of crates of beer in the in the in the i was going to say trunk in the boot of the car um so it was a little bit you know a nissan micro weighs no more than a feather so yeah. a lot of beer in the in the in the boot i was driving around a corner there was a little bit of mud i'd come from suffolk so it was a bit of mud from the tractors and I went round the corner, it just rose up and the car went away and I span into a telegraph pole, you know, like a big That's telegraph true. pole. And it hit me um, just in front of the driver's, um, in front of the driver's door. Steering was completely broken. You could spin the wheel like this. Um, my new touchscreen phone that I got for Christmas shattered in my pocket as I had it in my right uh, oh. leg pocket. Um, there was like a, like, it was like a, um, uh, God, what's a what's the, like a cartoon is what I'm saying because there was just like an indent like this in where the pole had gone in and the the car had squished like an accordion. Goodness. I was going about 50 mile an hour and I climbed mm. out the top and slid off the roof and um, still went to the party. I was shocked. I think I broke something in my hand, but that's why I don't speed is because I'm just I'm just like you know what I'm I'm good. I'm gonna go the go the i'd probably go five mile an hour over the speed limit on the on the highway sometimes but because yeah, they're quite pernickety in the u.s aren't they it, yeah, the speed limits change quite speed quickly cameras but the, the police are freaking everywhere and um I, I i was caught speeding once and he pulled over and he came up to me and me being in america i have to have my passport with me at all times because my yeah. driving license doesn't count to police people um and he came he goes took my i didn't have my passport on me and he looks at me dead in the face and says i can take your car and i can throw you in jail right now Goodness and i went man. and i'm I'm 21 <laughs> and like this is the first year i'm out in america i'm like uh, uh, okay um, and he walks away and he must have been sat in his car for like five minutes i'm like sweating bullets i'm like that this is it the american dream is over i'm going yeah. home this is done <laughs> he comes back he goes don't speed again and i went okay i reached out and i shook his hand and i drove off because <laughs> <laughs> right, you've got to keep your hands on the deck isn't it when the police never come. again that's it never. yeah that's it. <laughs> goodness me yeah no it does it does uh, i always remember having a good laugh on the the, the plane across to florida because whenever you know it's a family holiday and they always have a video that warns you of you know how to drive your hire car when you get there mm -hmm. um, and if you get stopped by the police you know make sure they they can see your hands you know don't rummage in the glove compartment when they're coming when they're approaching you oh yeah um, especially especially like these that. days gosh 
yeah, yeah, no, you have to be quite careful. Um, but uh, but no, but it's it's oh, we can see why you never had a speeding ticket. Um, so I'm sure there's a good lesson in that uh, for everyone who's watching. Yeah, I remember that Andrew, Andrew, Mar Andrew Mar said, I drove a, a, a Vauxhall Corsa auto once and it stalled when you switched the heater on, it was so awful. So at least <laughs> he wouldn't get up to any kind of speed in one of those. That um, now here we are. Um, uh, Nipper Dog has said, James still owes the pit crew that anniversary photo. And he says, I haven't forgotten, James. Yeah, that, uh, it's <laughs> are you seeing? Are you seeing a, 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 a what's the word? Man, this is what this is what happens when you live stream for five hours and then the, I, I I say it to my girlfriend. I finish the live stream and I'm like, "Look, bro, I just need to I just need to sit down for five minutes and like decompress because my brain can't do anything. <laughs> I still can't think of the word. Um, nope." I'll do it. Oh my god! <laughs> no and, this, and my brain, and for the rest of the day, I'm like checked out because it just I, it does so it much. does freeze you up a bit. There's no doubt. There's no doubt trend. at all. Are you seeing a trend in what I'm saying here? We're waiting for t-shirts. We're waiting for pictures. <laughs> seeing a trend. It just doesn't happen. I want to do so much. I want to do so much, but it just I you lose time in the day. I know. <laughs> well, one of the times my, my, uh, uh, one of my cohorts had said to me there um, that when I, the first time I arrived in America, we'd been, we'd been there for ages of huge delays, getting through passport control, all the horror stories of going through that. And you've got two young children um, all screaming in their prams, you know, ready for you to, to try and, and get your hire car and everything else. And we had to wait 40 minutes in the queue at Orlando Airport um, to get to the front. And eventually um, we get our car. Um, and the chap says to me, he says, um, have you ever driven before in America? Um, and I said, no, but I'm absolutely fine because I've played Grand Theft Auto. So it was all right. So I knew how to do it. And he looked at me. And the thing is, he was just holding the keys at the same time. And I thought, maybe I should have said that later, you know, once I'd got the keys first. But he did give me the keys, to be fair, and said, good luck. You know, you know it was like, so. Um, but no, it was, that, was, that was the game I played for ages before I went to America for my holiday. Um, mm -hmm. Because you know, obviously, you get used to driving on the right, and it did, it did to some degree. Although, obviously, on the game, you don't really care about the red lights, and um, you're just going to hear through whenever yeah. you can. Um, but uh, but there you go. But no, it was it was one way to. to uh, amazingly, I did actually manage to get my car rental car after that one. Now we've got a good question here from Smoker Mike again. If you could do some laps at Spa in real life, what car would you drive? Oh man. Oh man, uh, a classic GT40. That's, yeah, that, nice, that is just the, and the, the reason for me saying that is so my dad is car mad he's always been into cars he used to be a co-driver in for rallying he used to be uh the cars that he used to be in there were a ford mexico um, oh wow yeah the ford escort mexico yeah and oh. he sold it for 1800 Oh, oh no! And he has never let me live that down because he sold it because the family needed money. He has never. I think he's still better. I think he's still better. This is even worse. He had a BMW, a BMW two double o two, probably three years ago. He was like, oh, I need space. He's got loads of cars. He's just, mm. he's just a little bit of a, a collector and doer upper, and he he was like, oh, I just need space. He sold it for what he got it for which was like 1800 um and like two Ooh. years later it's like worth 15 grand and stuff oh like easily that. easily and the escort um, mexico yeah. you wouldn't like to put a figure on that but yeah he, he used to he used to do that he was he, he was a uh, co-driver in a metro 6r4 you know oh. back we need to get him on the show we need to get him on the show that's he's the a, thing he's a he's a he's a he's a he's a wild guy um but now he he races um uh, BMW 2002 and a uh, he's got a Saab touring car as well. If you've ever seen the Saab oh. touring car that's like white with the fluorescent orange um, oh. trim, um, yeah, if you just search Saab touring car, that the, the car that comes up, that's the car. He bought it from the south of France for like 30 grand or something. It's just, wow. and he's got it sitting there. It's just going up in price, I think. So um, that is quite so easy. Yeah, so I mean, it's great to be able to, to race. And, yeah, and I mean, but that heritage is amazing. Yeah, 
and what what sorry went off on a tangent there what i was saying was that he's racing he goes racing in a couple, in a couple of places and he goes to obviously not this year but he goes to um spa uh once a year for a special classic car he races in the classic sports car championship yeah. and he they go to spa once a year so going to spa and there's loads of different races and i remember sith that one of my favorite memories is sitting on the on this hill and the uh, i think it's no name and then you come down the hill to like that really long awkward like left hander so you're sitting oh, on the hill if you're going down there's a shack up on the right and i was sitting next to that shack looking there and the it was like twilight in the gt40s there was two of them and they were just destroying everybody and they come in and their brake discs glowing red and coming around that corner is just magical and that's 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 why i would like to go in one of those gt40s uh, it sounds like you need to get back into the uk and get yeah. some of your dad's cars you know and it was <laughs> So I need to borrow that for YouTube, you know. But it was like, you know, but, I, I, I went with him on a uh, uh, on a like a test day, and I did a little vlog with his BMW, which was pretty cool. I would love yeah. to have done them more, but well, we, we have to get him on the show. If you'd ever come on the show, if you think he would do it, <laughs> that would be incredible because we're all we're all kind of classic car uh, mad as well here with my cohorts too. But uh, yeah. it sounds like it would be extraordinary. Um, the kind of cars that he's got, and, and to hear about his co-driving and all the kind of things he's been doing and racing. Um, that would be absolutely fantastic. Um, but uh, but yeah, no, that's the thing. Well, oh, now we've got a question from Arden Blue. Are we having an adventure racing Christmas party this year? <laughs> we'll definitely do a, a Christmas special. I don't know what that'll be yet, but we'll definitely do a Christmas special. Maybe we'll um, we'll get like a big voice chat in Discord or something or something something like that. I've always said, I said this probably over a year ago if i ever reach like super gt levels i want to do like a, a party yeah like a yeah. big old party and just everyone comes to it and we or, or uh, like a racing event like oh brands yeah. hatch and everyone meets there and stuff like that and i would love to do adventure racing parties that would be that would be awesome oh that would be something well, one of our plans is eventually to have um a kind of sim racing center um, whether it be in the Scottish borders here or maybe slightly further south, um, that will be that's the plan. And we hope to be able to have some of the top drivers um, coming along and doing a big event and actually have them all live together in the one mm -hmm. place. Um, and in Duns, uh, in the Scottish borders, we have the Jim Clark Memorial Rally, uh, which is coming. Obviously, they had to be cancelled because of COVID. Uh, but mm -hmm. it's one of the few places in Britain that they allow you to use the private roads. So they actually race around the centre of Duns and then out they go and into other areas of the Scottish borders. Um, but we thought it would be an amazing event to have all the people that come to watch the rally and then have a sim racing events at the same time because um, obviously there's breaks and things like that. And we could everybody coming along with all the communities uh, and watching it live and then streaming it out on YouTube. So perhaps I, I have asked Super GT, I have asked Tijney and the Key 25 as well and Rory too. Um, and they're all very keen. So you never know, perhaps you could be another chapter uh, to uh, come alongside um, and, uh, and to, to do a, a live yeah well i mean in the future well you know what it's it's definitely possible we're, we're, we're making steps towards it um and once once uh covid is, is hopefully gone we can there'll be a lot it'll be a lot easier to put on these kind of events and things like that so no, that would be that would be fantastic um in fact somebody's mentioned here they should go to knock hill that would be mm -hmm. the, the one in fife which is kind of quite a crazy circuit um but uh but no that's the thing well we've been going for nearly an hour and I know you've been streaming for five hours before, was it, or three hours before you came oh, on? Yeah. So you must be absolutely knackered. Um, but uh, <laughs> there we go. But uh, so we'll we'll finish up there. But stay on, stay on the line. And to all our viewers and our listeners who'll be listening to the podcast later on, remember about our uh, special shows tomorrow night. We've got our collaboration with the Simcade, where we'll be joined up with all the guys from Australia and New Zealand. So make sure you join in. For that that'll be at 10 o'clock uk time and then of course in a week's time we've got our christmas special with rory alexander with basic ollie and also with kiris cart but it's been an absolute pleasure james to have you on the show tonight you can relax now there are no more questions the mastermind <laughs> session is over and you've passed with flying colors um but uh, but it's been great to have everybody on the show tonight fantastic um for everybody in the chat thank you to all of you who've been asking questions 
here today. And for all our new and existing subscribers, uh, we couldn't do the show without you. That uh, you've been watching the Car Sim and Race Driver Show with James Aki Adventure Racing. Remember, drive fast and try not to crash. And I'm sure you'll win the race at the first corner. Take care. Goodbye. And we'll see you all tomorrow night. Bye now.